Hey, how's it going? Xander Fryer, best-selling author and CEO and founder of High Impact Coaching here. And you are listening to the High Impact Coaching Podcast, the podcast for coaches by coaches and designed to help coaches build and scale profitable coaching businesses so that they can get to the people around the world that really need them. On this podcast, you're going to have everything from tactics, live tactics and strategies. You're going to have motivational content. You're going to have interviews with the top experts experts in the world in different spaces to help you grow and scale your business and get to the thousands of people that need you. It's our belief that coaches are at the front of the spear when it comes to world change. And we want to make sure that you have all the resources that you need to get to the people that really need you. So that being said, if you need our help in any way, shape or form, feel free to go to xanderfryer.com. We've got tons of other resources and support at xanderfryer.com. If you want to join our free Facebook community with thousands of other six-figure, multiple six-figure and seven-figure coaches, you can go to xanderfryer.com forward slash FB group. And if you're interested in getting our help in the short term, coaching you one-on-one or mentoring you one-on-one to scale your coaching business to six figures in the next 90 days or taking it to seven figures over the next 12 months, go ahead and check out a couple of our programs at xanderfryer.com forward slash programs. And feel free to set up a quick 15-minute call with our team to see what we can dig into, find what's not working in your business and see how we can help you scale to that next level. Other than that, I'll see you in the next episode. So every morning I check my emails and I'm up at the ass crack it on. I'm up at like four in the morning every single morning. But every morning I check my emails. I normally only check my emails once a day, which is weird for most entrepreneurs. But every morning I check my emails. And a couple of days ago I was checking my emails and I had a very rude awakening to an email that I got from a newsletter subscriber. Now, we don't have a massive newsletter at High Impact Coaching. Our newsletter is probably around like something between like 18 and 20,000. It's not huge by any means, but it's growing about 1,000 people a month. So we're getting a lot of new people that are getting familiar with High Impact Coaching. And we're at a point where I still see every single response that comes into our newsletter. I still handle it personally. I haven't offloaded that to anybody yet, which now that I think about this, I probably should at some point. But it's because I love having conversations with a lot of our new newsletter people, our new people that are joining our community. I love having these conversations, right? And a couple mornings ago, I got an email newsletter or I got an email response to one of our newsletters. And the response was basically, you're very inconsiderate. That's basically what it was titled. It was titled, you're very inconsiderate. And it went on to describe how inconsiderate of a person I am because I sent them an automated email newsletter and they were in Dubai and they got this email newsletter at like three or four in the morning and it lit up a notification on their phone and it woke them up and it ruined their night's sleep and it just completely ruined their day and how this is all my fault because I sent out an automated newsletter, which goes out to 20,000 people, right? And I thought this was pretty, honestly, entertaining because obviously, like, I don't even know exactly when those newsletters go out. They're automated, right? And I sent this newsletter out and to get this response back, you're kind of like, what the hell? So I showed it to Maddie and Maddie obviously got a a pretty good laugh at it. You know, wondering like, first of all, like, you know, this person who's, you know, has their phone on their nightstand and the notifications on, like, it's no wonder that you're not successful, right? If your notifications are on and your phone is on your nightstand and you have the possibility of being woken up at three in the morning by a random email, right? Like, come on, like productivity 101. Like number one, don't get email notifications to your phone. Number two, do not have your phone on your nightstand at night in any way, shape or form that it can ruin your sleep. Like number three, don't even have it in your room. Like keep it somewhere else when you sleep, right? But then obviously this person took the time to blame their entire day going wrong on me, on Xander, right? 
Now, at the core of this, obviously, I know that I'm not to be blamed for their entire day going wrong. But he went on to state, you know, how I'm a terrible person, I'm very inconsiderate, and how I should be ashamed, and he's never going to follow me again. And anybody that he comes in contact with, he's going to make sure that they know that I'm a bad person, essentially. I was just like, what the hell, right? And so did that get to me a little bit? Obviously, because I'm doing a Facebook Live about it. So it got to me a little bit, but not enough for it to really mess with me, but enough for me to just be like, oh, come on, man. Like, why are you gonna be such a dick, right? Like, is that really necessary? Like, come on, you gotta go try and ruin someone else's day just because you put your phone on the nightstand. Now, the reason that I really wanted to share this is because I get emails like this probably once a week. I get Facebook messages like this probably once a day. I get Instagram messages like this probably once a day. LinkedIn messages like this probably once a day, right? Overall, I probably get somewhere around a half dozen hate messages every single day on one platform or another. How crazy is that, right? Like we have Facebook ad comments that like literally like I have a VA whose part-time job is to literally delete the negative comments on our Facebook ads because people just love talking shit about me, right? They say, oh my God, you know, here's another coach who coaches coaches who loves to coach coaches who coach coaches. Like what a fraud. I bet he makes $27 and lives in his mom's basement, right? And like, oh, come on, man. Like I live in a $1.5 million home on the beach. Like I'm doing a little bit, right? Okay. You know, they think they call me a fraud. They say I have too much product in my hair, right? Like that one really hurt. I put a lot of effort into this hair, right? Like they call me a Gary V wannabe. They call me a Ty Lopez wannabe, right? Like they, like the people out there are mean on the internet, right? But what I want you to understand is as a coach, as a coach, if you want to be successful, you got to face this shit. You're going to have to face this shit every single day and every single week if you want to be successful because there's a portion of society who feels better by putting others down. They feel better by putting others down to make themselves feel better about not getting out of their comfort zone and actually pushing for what they really want, right? I bet you've even done it before, right? Not everybody's a saint. I know I've done it before, but think about it. I bet you've put somebody else down who's higher up than you or more successful than you. You've judged them in some way and you may have put them down, right? I've done it before. I used to do it with marketers all the time. When I was first starting my coaching business, I used to do it with marketers because I used to be like, I hate, I despise these, the marketers out there that are getting all the clients, but they suck at coaching, right? I hated it. I despised it. When I told one of my mentors, I was like, I hate seeing like this guy and this guy getting all the clients just because they're good marketers and they're good salespeople, right? When the reality is there's so many good coaches that aren't getting those clients that can really transform people's lives, right? And that's when I realized like, holy shit, this was my issue. This was my issue, right? Rather than stepping up and becoming better than that shitty marketer, right? I was talking shit on that shitty marketer, right? And my mentor helped me realize that. He said, Xander, rather than talking shit on this marketer, because he's just doing the best he can, or she's doing the best that they can, rather than talking shit on them, you need to make it your personal responsibility. Stop playing the fucking victim. You need to make it your personal responsibility to get better at marketing and sales than all of the marketing and salespeople out there. So that instead of everybody going and buying their crappy products, their snake oil, they're all coming and buying your great coaching products, right? That's your responsibility. You need to take ownership over that. And I was like, oh my God, you're right, right? But that was the day that I realized that haters just come with part of the business, right? And my mentor actually told me, he said, you can actually measure your impact by the number of haters that you have because good marketing is supposed to be magnetic. Now, I want you guys to think about this. I want you to think about this. Magnets, what do they do? They strongly attract and they strongly repel. Now, if your copy and your marketing and your messaging that you're putting out there is magnetic and it's doing a good job, it's gonna strongly attract people to you, but it's also going to repel people. And when you push on people, when you push their buttons, when you tell them the truth that sometimes they don't wanna hear, 
you're going to have haters, right? So there's three things that I need you to understand as a coach. There's three things that I need you to understand as a coach. If you want to be successful, number one, right? If you don't put yourself out there, you're never going to be able to grow your business, right? We all know that, right? We have to be able to put ourselves out there to actually be able to grow our business. Makes perfect sense, right? Now, if you're afraid of haters, you're never going to be able to put yourself out there because as soon as you start putting yourself out there, you're going to get haters. So you have to develop tough skin. You have to develop this ironclad armor around your heart and your soul. And whatever people say about you, you have to let it go. You have to let it slide off, right? Because if you're too concerned with what everybody has to say about you, you're not going to get to the people that really need you. Number one, if you do not put yourself out there, you will never be able to grow your business. Number two, you will get haters. And the bigger that you get, the more haters you will get. All right. I've worked with coaches like Jack Canfield. If any of you guys know who Jack Canfield is, wrote Chicken Soup for the Soul. He's like the living embodiment of like love and purpose. He's just one of the most amazing people I've ever met in my entire life. And I've, I've gotten to work with him and his team, like behind the scenes on some of their stuff. Right. And to see the amount of haters that Jack Canfield gets is insane. It's like the dude is literally just like the living embodiment of gratitude and appreciation and love and amazingness, right? And he has so many haters. Same thing with Tony Robbins. Think about all the haters that Tony Robbins has. Yet as a coach, Tony Robbins has by far the biggest coaching business in the world, right? He's got a lot of haters, but he's also affected millions of lives, millions and millions of lives, right? And so number three, how do you do this? Number three, you have to understand that people are just doing the best that they can with whatever tools they have, right? You need to understand that all of your haters, right? Their hate, their view of you is just a reflection of themselves. It's a reflection of their own fears. It's a reflection of their own limiting beliefs, their own unworthiness, lack of self-confidence, lack of self-worth. They're just pushing that lack of self-worth onto you. They're hurting. I feel bad for them. I feel bad for all my haters. If you can start to develop empathy for your haters, you'll realize, you'll realize that they're not actually hating on you. There's nothing wrong with you. It's all pain and hurt in their own world, right? I think of that guy that sent me that message and maybe the night before he got in a fight with his wife and he had to go sleep on the couch. Maybe that's why his phone was right next to his head, right? Maybe he was balding and he was getting jealous of this beautiful hair and that's why he was, you know, really upset, right? Or maybe he was just too afraid to put himself out there and make mistakes. So he was calling somebody else out if he was seeing it done because he was too afraid to do it himself, right? So in the end, in the end, I want to leave you with this because in the end, I want to leave you with a quote from Theodore Roosevelt. So some of you guys may have heard of this. It's in Brene Brown's book, but it's one of my favorite quotes. It's called Daring Greatly, right? It says, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deed, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly. I want to leave that to everyone because in the end, as coaches, if we want to get to where we want to go and we want to help the thousands of people that need us, we have to start daring greatly, all right? I love you. I'll chat with you soon. Have a great week, everybody. We'll talk soon.